0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ramsey Asal. I'm the founder of The Landside and welcome to our latest one on one. I'm here today with uh, Justin Bates, the co-founder of ESG Mark, um, who's going to talk to us about his business and uh, its relationship to the commercial property market. Hi, Justin. Welcome.
1: Hi, Ramsey. Nice to join you. Good to have you.
0: Good Justin, why don't you start just by telling our viewers a little bit about uh, ESG Mark, what is the business, what it does, when it was founded, and its purpose?
1: Yeah, certainly. Um, so ESG Mark was founded about five years ago, actually, and then we officially launched just over three and a half years ago. And, and what is the purpose of ESG Mark? Well, essentially to help companies improve and articulate their ESG credentials, environmental, social and governance credentials. And that can be to a variety of stakeholders, uh, investors, clients, employees, et cetera. And it's probably easiest to think about what ESG Mark offers in, in three broad buckets. The first is certification. Um, so the e- a company applies for the ESG Mark. That is really the entry point to the Mark community, if you will. The, the second bucket uh, falls under the category of carbon footprint analysis. And then thirdly, we engage in consultancy services as well, helping companies. It might be with multi-year sustainability strategy reports, uh, that type of work. So we really start with certification, Look at other products or services such as carbon footprint analysis and finally consultancy.
0: Great, very good. Interesting. Yeah. And why why did tell us a bit more about why companies apply for an ESG model? What, what do they get out of it? What, what are the benefits for any business, you know, coming to you and, and, and applying for that?
1: Yes, certainly. Well, I think there are a variety of reasons for that. First and foremost, probably companies are recognizing that being able to demonstrate strong ESG credentials is a real competitive advantage. And that, as I say, may well come from, well, there are push and pull factors at at play here. Uh, Very much consumers are more discerning. Um, Secondly, funders uh, and investors, they are demanding more uh, of the assets that they invest in. So there's a general journey of improvement that companies are going on, if you will. Um, And that is only accelerating. Uh, We see it certainly within the investment community. In fact, one of the most rapidly growing strategies in recent years has been increasing allocations towards ESG and sustainability related themes in investment. So lots of push and pull factors at place. Uh, at play rather. And to be able to demonstrate your ESG credentials as a company is very important. And how do you do that? And that's really the question that arose uh, in the foundation of ESG Mark. How do I, as a corporate, demonstrate my ESG credentials? And it didn't seem obvious that there was an answer to that. And hence ESG Mark was born. So... Applying for entry into the ESG mark community and obtaining the ESG mark is the first step. Once you have received that certification, then you can use the ESG mark uh, in your marketing material and your communications. So that's the first point. I think secondly, and this is really important, we provide educational material for companies. And that educational material can touch on a variety of areas. It might be, for example, policy guides. Um, We provide things such as whistleblowing policies or menopause policies, those sorts of internal policies that are useful for staff handbooks. We then also provide other documentation and guidance for companies. It might be, for example, one of the very popular guides that's used is the supply chain audit guide. So we provide that to companies, they send that out to their um, their own supplier network and make sure that the people that they're dealing with attest to good standards of behavior. So that is another advantage. Definitely fair to say a third element is perhaps something that has took us by surprise actually, and that's the power and the strength of the community. We're a very broad church i think uh, i'm sure you found exactly the same with Landsite, very much focused on property related se- sector but we cover uh all sectors really and that leads to very rich dialogue and networking within the community whether it's uh, peer reviews uh, peer learning or receiving introductions to others so that community spirit is is really important to people and what we will do and it's incumbent on us, as as well as helping you as a corporate to improve your esg credentials we are extremely focused on creating positive business introductions for people as well so we, we try and maximize that within the community not just the esg mark community but beyond that as well. So if you were, as a corporate, looking to raise funding, for example, we will use our network to help you do that.
0: And I, as extension of that, Justin, I, I understand a lot of um, companies who are raising funds or raising capital, a lot of uh, fund managers and venture capital managers are looking at the ESG credentials of potential businesses, aren't they? Now, more than they were five or 10 years ago,
1: Absolutely right, actually. And, and you've hit on a really interesting dynamic that we have. Um, we've been on the receiving end of this, actually, in the last 12, 18 months. A lot of the referrals that come to us now are from private equity companies or other investors, either to us directly or quite clearly having spoken to the management teams and the board of directors of those companies and say, look, guys, you really need to start thinking about how you improve your credentials. We need to go on a journey here. Mm-hmm. And that sort of push factor from investors is something that is, is increasingly, increasingly noticeable in the inquiries that we're receiving. And that there are reasons for that, of course, principally because an investor today and you mentioned VC and private equity, they probably have an eye on their exit in five or seven years time, and they need to future-proof their investments. And they quite clearly recognize that this is a, a rapidly accelerating trend. So yes, we're seeing a lot of that.
0: Yeah, good, very interesting. And, and why do strong ESG credentials play um, an important role in the, in the commercial real estate sector?
1: Gosh, I think many, there are many points we we could touch on here, but I'll mention four or five that come to mind. Firstly, from a consumer perspective, you are seeing consumers or tenants, whoever they may be, being increasingly discerning and demanding in the product that they're or service that they're acquiring. And you see that now. That a lot of projects uh, are advertised as being net zero bills for example and that's clearly one playing to that theme certainly one of the factors anyway a second really fundamental issue is funding uh, and there are funding advantages here we've touched on how there are increasing allocations of capital from investors to esg related and sustainability themes But it's not just the capital that is heading in that direction, there are often advantages in the form of cheaper rates, um, cheaper funding rates. So that's the second driver, which is of critical importance. I think regulation cannot be ignored. I mean, this is a big driver, really big driver. and We're seeing, certainly for large companies, publicly listed companies, they're having to disclose their carbon footprint. And um, mm-hmm. if they're not doing it now, if they're not of the size that they're required to do it now, they certainly will have to in um, in the next 12, 24 months. So that is a big driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some operational and um, um, practical issues at play, such as applying for planning permission. Um, you know, mm-hmm. being able to satisfy certain social and environmental considerations, energy efficiency targets. Again, absolutely crucial. And we've heard from the government that you know that historically they said that they were seeking to ensure that all new properties uh, had an EPC rating of uh, C or greater or better. They've read back from that recently, but it's quite clear that the direction of travel for developers and indeed landlords is is in that direction. So a whole host of reasons, but there's the four or five that spring to mind.
0: So you see quite a few um, commercial property businesses now applying for uh, an ESG mark, uh, more than you did before, I guess. Very
1: definitely. And, and touching on different areas within the sector, actually, Ramsey, I mean, just from um, being familiar with the land side, you obviously have um, many different players within the, within the sector. And that is evidenced across the ESG mark community as well from facilities management companies uh, such as Enlight group to commercial real estate agents um, asset management companies housing trusts uh, we have a, a housing trust in Scotland who's a member interior design and fit out companies uh, software providers um, so for example alpha let's for the vitalet community um, and indeed, stock exchanges, you know, we have um, Europe's fastest growing stock exchange, Aquis exchange is a, is a member of the SGMA community, and they have really embraced this as a, as a theme. And that is reflective of improvements that they're seeking to make, not just internally, but also for their investors. Back to that point about increasing capital flowing to ESG themes that's being witnessed in their exchange with their issuers and indeed their investors
0: good well it, uh, this is a fascinating subject It's something different for us particularly here at the land site and we, i see we could talk about this for, for for a long time but which we don't have time for today so we'll try and make some more time later on but just to, before we go justin how, what, what does the future look like uh in in the short medium term for for for, for for ESG generally,
1: gosh, um, I think what we hope for is is just more of the same, really, Ramsey. I think we what we're seeing the theme that we've witnessed in the last twelve months, and this gives us an awful lot of um, a, a, a comfort actually, is that the I think it's fair to say when we when we launched ESG Mark. The, The companies that were coming to us, they were quite clearly companies that were run or founded by people who are extremely passionate about the subject matter uh, of ESG and sustainability. Increasingly, what we are seeing now is much larger companies, global companies seeking to obtain, well, improve and enhance our ESG credentials for a variety of reasons But these are global organizations and they're being pushed in that direction. So I think what you'll see from us is hopefully continued acceleration of the number of members in the community, but much larger companies as well. uh, And continuing that broad spectrum of businesses. I know we were talking internally about a piece of work the other day, which was um, uh, related to uh, an IT and telecoms business in the Middle East. And compare that to other conversations we've had uh, with consumer companies in Australia, um, financial services companies in Europe, so a very broad spectrum.
0: Brilliant, uh, it's fascinating and as I say the, the subject which we could talk about for a long time but it, that, that's been a great introduction and very useful uh, Justin, we appreciate it. So um, it's been a pleasure having you here today and we need to now set some time um, uh, for, for another session or perhaps a webinar where we can um, delve into a lot of these subjects a bit more um, carefully with you um, but that that's been great and, uh, and I, i've enjoyed that thank you very much justin
1: you're very welcome thanks very much Roger. take care bye bye